This podcast replay is brought to you by Caneswear.com. For all your Canes, Dolphins, and Heat needs, visit them at 2511 South University Drive in Davie. Free shipping with online orders over $99. Go to Caneswear.com at Miami Fanware. That's the spot where South Florida fans shop. Ride or ride. This has to be the hardest segment I've had to prepare for because... <laughs> <laughs> morning and you've got nothing going on on your beat bro like nothing it's, going on. it's it's one of those times man when uh you know it's just it is what it is you go through those points in the in the period where the transfer portal is kind of dead right because at this point uh you're, you're filled up in a lot of areas you try to get certain guys and, and now you're just waiting for the next transfer portal period and then you're so far ahead in recruiting right like it's 2025 is a long way off where all of these uh, kids commenting on how much they like Miami. It's, it's really, you know, pointless because we know we're a long way off before any of them sign, man. It's just one of those weird times. Yeah, no, no, it's just, it, it's, it's nuts. I'm, I'm watching and trying to prepare for the segment. I'm like, there's like nothing going on. So like Manny, you know, like, what do you think about the Super Bowl? <laughs> <laughs> One of those deals, you know what I'm saying? It's yeah, just, yeah. You know, well, and, and I know that um, there's still some coaching stuff, right? Is there still are they still searching for for a position coach? Yeah, right? they're still they're still running backs uh, coach opening officially uh, at Miami. Um, Will it be know. from within, or or do you still I, think they're going to go outside? I think it just ma- it's a more of a matter of, of of who sort of becomes open, right? And w- with all these NFL staffs that still need to be filled out, right? You think about a guy like Jason Taylor, right? Like he's with the Hurricanes for one year. What's to stop another NFL team from not calling this guy up, seeing after you know kind of what he did uh, in one year in college? He kind of put his time in. So you you never know if if more positions become open. But right now, um, you know Miami's got an opening at running backs coach. I, I would assume that it's going to be filled internally or, or or with somebody not major just because it's one of those positions that you can put a young and up-and-coming coach, right? You can put somebody who's a really good recruiter, somebody who this is their, their first sort of college-type assistant-type job, uh, somebody that maybe you're grooming to be a coordinator down the road that wants to learn to, to be like a running game-type coordinator, that kind of thing. Uh, so it's not it's not a position where – you know, you're desperate to get somebody proven or anything like that. So now if, if Jason Taylor leaves or, uh, you know, your, one of your coordinator leaves and then, then you got a problem. But I think for right now, it's one of those, those jobs that's just open and Mario can ultimately do, uh, what he sees fit for it. Mario's loving this case. Go, Oh, these two assholes have nothing negative to talk to me about. So <laughs> yeah, this segment won't go uh, viral. Or, you know, so he's probably, he's probably happy. That there isn't much to talk about, you know. He's had, he's had um, a really he's had a really good off season. I mean, if you think about it, I mean, this is exactly the way that you want it to go. You keep your coordinators, right? You don't have to worry about replacing them. <clears throat> you get the quarterback that you want. You fill a lot. Of, you sign the number three uh, recruiting class in the country. You don't really lose any major guys from your team to the portal that you're like super worried about replacing. How do we how do we fill this guy's shoes? So from from a you know seven and six, how did the offseason go? Perspective went pretty well for Miami. Oh yeah, dude. Well, Mario's issues aren't anything except game day. That's it. That's it. He's 
exceptional everywhere else. We know he's exceptional as a human being, a leader, a, a recruiter, a worker, uh, everything. You're not going to beat Mario in any of that stuff. Really, all it is is about game day. And what do you hear about that? What what are, do you hear? I, I mean, I'm asking you the impossible probably, but what is it? Because I, I look at McDaniel and I look at Mario and I kind of see the same issues. I love both coaches as their personalities and their work ethic and all that and what they're all about. But on game day, they're not polished yet at this point. And so what is he doing to kind of – and I don't know what he can do without actual game action around him. So I, I don't yeah. know. How can he improve in that area? It's a great question. Oh, I think, you know, you, you look at a guy, you know, look, I know from covering the heat with Eric Spolstra, Eric Spolstra would go in his off seasons and go hang out with football coaches, right? He would go and hang out with baseball coaches, with all kinds of different people to learn stuff from. Mario, philosophically, is not a guy who I think worries too much about the X's and O's in terms of strategy, picking things up. Like he learned what he learned from Greg Schiano. He learned what he learned from being around Nick Saban as far as roster building, recruiting. But from an X's and O's perspective, I don't know that he's, he, he gets, you know, he's sleepless at night. I think he just thinks that this is a talent accumulation business. His, his mindset is get the best players. The best players are going to lead you to wins and hire the best possible coordinators who can work with those guys and adjust now, I think he, I think he made a home run hire with his defensive quarter. I think Lance Guidry had the yeah. right to approach for this group. I think he married, you know, he he changed his philosophy when they had some injuries on the defensive line in the middle of the season. He changed the philosophy. He went from a from a you know traditional four two five to to you know a three three five because he just didn't have enough defensive alignment. That dude adjusted, and he still got to the quarterback. He still brought pressure. Uh, he still made you know the kind of adjustments. The offensive coordinator, I don't know if that's just necessarily a good hire. And it's not that I don't like the guy. I just think, you know, there's certain strengths that Miami uh, had last season, their offensive line being one of them. Did they uh, run the right kind of passing routes to work with the receivers that they have? Did they put Tyler Van Dyke in the best position to succeed? Or did, did he go off script? And when he went off script, why did they allow him to go off script? Those kind of things are questions that internally, I think, Mario has to deal with head on, but I don't know that that's X's and O's. That's hey, dude, don't let the quarterback run rapid and 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 turn the ball over. Run plays where he's not going to turn the ball over. Run plays, you know, make him give him a certain look where he where he has to protect the football. Those are those are the kind of conversations you need to have. I don't know where Mario goes for that. I don't know where he goes for inspiration because I don't think he he really does that. You know, I don't think he goes to other head coaches and, and people around college football. Now maybe that Nick Saban's retired. And living down in Jupiter, maybe he'll he'll have Nick Saban stop by. I know in the springtime there have been coaches that have come by Miami. Ed Orgeron has been around Miami the last couple of years because his son has been there. But to answer your question, oh, it's, it's a great question. I don't know if Mario really has that guy that he leans on. Yeah, uh, it's, uh, it's interesting because uh, that's the one area, dude. That's all he's missing. He's perfect in every other way, shape, and form. Uh, as a head coach, I, I love all the other areas. It's just the one concern I would have is on game day. All right, so I asked you that impossible question. I will ask you another impossible question. Go ahead. <laughs> Do you know anything about Mark Fletcher's injury? How yes, he's it, 
Yes, yes. Okay. It's uh it's a it's a foot injury. Uh he had to have, I think, a minor procedure done, but the expectation is that he will be back in time for the for summer and and uh the start of the season. So I don't think this is a serious like hey, he's gonna leak into the fall type injury. It's you know, miss the spring, recover from surgery, come back and be ready to go for for the Gators on August thirty first. When will the tight end return to the Miami to the Miami Hurricanes offense? It's a great question. I think when they get some healthy tight ends who can catch the ball, Elijah Royal was supposed to be a big part of this offense, and unfortunately, he had uh, the injury. He had a setback as soon as he came back, and he couldn't just they couldn't just throw him out there. And he's a guy that that has taken a long time uh, to recover. Sometimes when you have those those injuries. You have surgery, you think you're healed, you go back out there, you tweak it, then they hold you out some more time, then you go back out there again, you tweak it again. It, it, it's just been a mess with him. So I think once Elijah Arroyo gets healthy and confident in his knee that he can go out there and not have any setbacks, then you'll see the tight end much more involved. Look, Miami went out and they got this kid, Elijah Lofton, um, out of uh, Las Vegas, Bishop Borman High School. Uh, that well, school's obviously... They're, they're pretty good. They, they put out some some serious dudes. Elijah uh, reminds me of, of some former sort of. Wait, wait a minute. He can play tight end better than the quarterback we got from there, right? Yes, definitely. A hundred percent. He can play the court, the uh, tight end position. Sure. And he's, he's much more of an H back type of guy, but he is a dynamic playmaker who can line up in that spot and cause problems for defenses. So By the way, some people may be lost. Yes. Do you want to the quarterback we're talking about out of Las Vegas? Oh, yes. Um, oh, Mr. Five Star. And now I'm forgetting his name because he put me on the spot. Uh, it's, um, he had a nice girlfriend. Yes. I mean, I can't. Yes. Uh, he was on the uh, the uh, the show with um, all the other quarterbacks. Or Manny. Can anybody <laughs> guess the name before Tate, Manny tomorrow? The beat Tate. guy. Tate Martell, Tate Martell. And it's funny because I ran into him like two summers ago. Oh, when I was in Vegas for seven on seven, he was there. And um, and uh, I looked at him. We made eye contact. I waved and and I could see like sort of the disappointment in his face. Like, oh, man, this is some guy who's going to want to talk to me about my my failed football career. Yeah. And I just I let him be. But, uh, you know, yeah, feel bad for the kid. But, yes, he can play the uh, tight end position a lot better than that. Elijah Lofton will be a good player at Miami. I don't know if he'll make a huge impact year one. But he's a guy that in year, you know, year two for sure, I expect to be on the field contributing. By the way, the Tate Martell's fake Martell is kind of came. <laughs> that's a better. That's a name for. That's a name. Yep. I was gonna say. Uh, I forgot what. I think I was gonna call him Manvel, and it, and I'm like, no, wait, it's not Manvel. It's Martell. And then uh, and then it hit me. So well, if he kept that girlfriend, <laughs> at least he got. You know, one out of two is not bad. It didn't work out in football, but he got a babe. So, you know. Yeah, he, for a little right. while. I think they broke I think they broke up as soon as she saw that he wasn't going to make the uh, the NFL as a quarterback. So, Oh, oh, oh okay. Yeah, I think that ended pretty quickly once she realized he's not playing quarterback here. Are you tripping out with the way Travis Kelsey and, and Taylor Swift are, like, turning over the whole world? Like, people are, like, freaking out on their relationship one way or another, like – like it, it's it's so ridiculous you know what i mean I, I think it's i think it's uh i think people need to embrace it man like the fact that you have a a, a superstar uh singer you know performer entertainer in love with an nfl player that's great for the nfl i 
I get it. There's there's the people who, who just want to watch the football and they're tired of the of the shots of the uh, of the press box with her in there and celebrating and all that. But listen, man, I'll tell you what, my daughters who could give three, you know, what's about football uh, are uh, they watch because of Taylor Swift. Oh, is Taylor's boyfriend playing? You know, right. Exactly. So, it, yeah. It's serving its purpose, man. There's a lot more people interested in it because she's I, I around. I don't understand why people are, and some people are freaking out. Even on the political side, they're all also all up and it's like, uh, yo, like she's trying to find somebody she wants to be with. He's trying to find somebody. It looks like they actually found each other, and it looks like you know they're. Why don't you just be happy that they're happy being right. happy? You know what I mean? Just it's good for them. Taylor's been writing her whole life about all kinds of bad shit happening to her in relationships. Well, maybe now she can start writing about a terrific relationship, you know, because obviously it's been right. an issue. For her. You know what I mean? It's like, so we'd rather her be Jennifer Aniston or, you know, another one of these women that, uh, that can't find somebody forever. You know, it's like, I don't, I don't, I don't really understand that. It's like, dude, be happy for them. You know what I mean? I, by the way, I'm convinced that Travis Kelsey's retiring. I'm oh, yeah. convinced. Yeah. Because he, ha he has two years left. Matt Verderam and I go back and forth. Matt's a big uh, uh, football guy, but he's a big KC guy. This isn't even a KC show and all that. And so he thinks he's going to hang in there for the two more years. But I think I think he's become human. Yeah. I, 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 he doesn't have anything. He doesn't even need this Super Bowl, bro. He doesn't no. need any more stats. He doesn't need anything. He's a first ballot Hall of Famer. He's got already a couple championships. He's He could be considered the greatest tight end, or if not, top two, top three, whatever, bro. Like, he doesn't need this shit. I think he's done, bro. When it, And if they win, for sure, I think he just he walks off into the sunset and he, and he gets happy because he, yeah. he got something else to do now. What's and and why blame him for it, right? I mean, he's got a he's got a good thing going. Uh, he can he can enjoy life, and you know what's to stop him either? You know, from from uh, doing what some other guys have done in this in this profession in sports, where they they come back in the middle of the season, right? Hey, I don't have to go through camp. I can just sign a contract, play in no in November, December, or whatever, and, and get ready for the playoffs and play half a season if, if that's what he wanted to do. If Patrick Mahomes somehow were to convince him to do that, so how about this? He's doing what the rest of us do. When we find mm -hmm. somebody that we love and we care about, well, we want to be with that person, bro. Yeah. And, and there's nothing wrong with that, dude. You know what I mean? No, and maybe, nothing exactly. nothing wrong at all. And and in football, he's probably had enough of putting his body through freaking hell, dude. You know, he said, What is he, 34 gonna, now? Yeah. He's going to have yeah. to deal with a lot of shit for the next 30 years from playing football for so many years and injuries and wear and tear and all that kind of stuff. Come on, man. Give me a break. So Find happiness when you got it, man. Yeah, hells yeah, man. All right, what's the happiness you got going on on The Athletic? Well, I wrote about the uh, Florida Gators 2024 recruiting class. That story will be coming out tomorrow. I caught up with DJ Lagway, a guy who Miami fans should familiarize themselves with because he's one of the best quarterbacks in the country, signed with the Gators. Uh, Miles Graham, remember Ernest Graham, the running back for the Gators? Yeah. Uh, played in the NFL with the Bucks for a long time. He's uh, his son, Miles, is uh, one of the Gators signees. So uh, just a story on what happened with Florida's recruiting class. They had the number three recruiting class at one point. They had a bunch of guys decommit because uh, the season fell apart for them. But, um, you know, Lagway, Graham, they've got some good players still part of that class that are probably going to play a lot as freshmen. And so I have a little read on them. 
and uh, there'll be more stuff uh, in the weeks ahead, man. It's it's the off season. Oh, we get to slow things down a little bit around here. It's so slow <laughs> on the Canes. You're writing about the Caters, so yeah, I, yeah. I really am. I, I I don't want to write about 2025, guys. I I'm sorry. I apologize to the to the readers and the listeners. It's uh, January. These guys aren't signing till December. So right, and they're gonna change their minds eight times from now till then anyway so yeah these kids come on dude you, you yeah you can't trust these kids or your kids I mean, they don't know what the hell they want anyway all right follow them on twitter and manny underscore navarro and subscribe to the athletic manny as always thank you my brother we'll catch up on friday all right man take care you got it there you go caneswear.com you can get anything and everything with the canes logo practically on it man they've got dolphins gear marlins Panthers, Inter Miami. They got uh, messy jerseys, messy shirts, all kinds of stuff, man. So go check it out. Hats of all kinds. They don't have a Cutter's Edge hat. They should because this is a stylish freaking hat, dude. I've told William many, many times this is a great look. Now, only problem is, see, it looks great like this, but what the Cutter's Edge guys are wearing, <laughs> it's dirty. They put, but when it's new like this, see, I don't, I don't take it out anywhere. I, 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 I take care of this hat because it's a sharp hat. You can't find this one, okay, at Canesware, but you can find Heat hats and Marlins hats and Panther hats and all kinds of different styles too, and Dolphins hats with the old logo on it. Which this one here, I just recently got at Canesware. Has uh, the year I was born, which is the year the Dolphins were established. You know, the league knew they had to celebrate my birth the right way. You know, they said, hey, Big O is coming to the world. We need to put a team in his town because that man cannot grow up without a team. And poof. Now, I, you probably didn't know that that's how it happened, but. That's the real story of the Dolphins. The football gods got together. They noticed I was coming and said, no, 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 no. We got to have a team for that man there. He can't live in Miami without football. That guy's a football nut. And then the other gods asked, like, how do you know? I'm God. And so then they didn't argue. And then I was born, and I had my football team right here. So that's really how it happened. I just want you all to know. So you can thank me for the Dolphins. That's just, you know, it's a burden I have to carry. But anyway, 2655 South University Drive in Davie. Go see Brett and all the great people there at Canesville. They know how to make it happen, man. Great people. And use our code, BIG010. You will get 10% off. Canesware.com.